0: On this week's episode of A3 Life, we're going to be starting our mini-series on women that have been able to quit their full-time jobs and do their network marketing business full-time. So we're going to start this week off with a interview that's really special to me because she just happens to be in my downline, and I just adore her, and that is with Ms. Holly Carter. Holly, hi! Welcome to A3 Life Podcast. Hey. Okay, so Holly is, lives in Florida. She's got kids, but I'm going to let her tell you guys a little bit about herself first. So Holly, if you would kind of introduce who you are like before your network marketing business, what, what, wh- where were you at? Where are you from? What's your life like? All that good stuff. All
1: right. So I am Holly and um, I'm from Florida, as Allie said. And, um, before I got into network marketing, um, you know, I was working full time. I have four kids, um, the ages from 16 to 10 and, um, you know, they play sports, you know, we stay pretty busy as is. Um, and, you know, I also, um, started with nursing school and things like that. So, um, You know, I got into network marketing just to, um, you know, really be able to make some extra money, um, you know, to help pay for things and whatnot. Because as everybody knows, you know, kids are pretty expensive, especially when they play sports and whatnot. So,
0: yeah. And so part of that is why we wanted to feature you as well is that I think that your story in particular and like what you have going on in your life speaks to a lot of, of people, not just women, but everybody, because there's a lot of people that join this business that are moms. There's a lot of people that join this business that do have a full-time job and that have a need and financial or, or otherwise. So, so when you joined network marketing, I guess, you know, what was the, your light bulb that was like, okay, I think that I can make a little bit of money from
1: that. Well, honestly, um, I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and you know, that's not something that's, you know, comfortable for anybody because, um, you know, things happen in like your washer and dryer break or, you know, whatever. And when you're paycheck to paycheck, it's hard to get the money together, you know, to be able to buy, you know, something as simple as that. So that was really the thing that I was pushing for um, was to have some more financial freedom, you know, to where I wasn't having to work paycheck to paycheck anymore. Yeah,
0: I think that 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 sits with a lot of people because, you know, we hear those statistics all the time that like most people couldn't handle an emergency. Like you're talking about, like just the washer and dryer or something exceeding five hundred dollars because they just don't have it in their living. And, you know, I know that was part of my story and that's how I got started. And I think that Mm -hmm. that was that that it affects a lot of people, you know, Mm -hmm. so. So, um, Okay, so how long have you been in the industry and and how long have you did it take you to get to the point of lose, of being able to quit your full time job?
1: So I've been in it um actually next month will be going on two years. And um I just recently within like the last I would say like six months got to the point to where I was like, okay, I want to do this full time. You know, I, um, because also, like I said, with being in nursing school and then working full time, I was pushing like 16, 17 hour days and doing that majority of the week. Like it was not fun. You know, I was only getting maybe like anywhere from four to five hours of sleep a day and having to get up and do it all over again. So that's really what pushed me into, um, you know, doing it full time. So like I said, I've been doing it two years and probably within like the last six months was where I got to the point of, you know, I just really started pushing, um, you know, trying to get sales and everything to build my business up some more onto um, to where I would be able to do it.
2: Well, I think I, I am, Ali and I talk about this all the time and you may not even know that we, this story about you, Holly, but from the beginning, Allie and I were like, oh my gosh, this freaking rock star. She has it. She's doing so well. Like, I wish she would see the light. I wish that she, you know, like these were secret conversations we actually had about you. We're like, she could kill this, you know, she would do some good so I think, like naturally, when we started talking about people to have on these little mini episodes, Allie and I both like lit up when we thought about you. We we're like, we have to have Holly because you know, that's such a remarkable story. And I think some people just maybe don't see it, or it doesn't cross their mind quite yet, or they don't realize like what an opportunity it is. And Granted, yes, you are still pursuing your goals of going to school and nursing school and things like that. But this has definitely opened up the door for you, giving you, like, such a great opportunity that you can't, it's making it easier for you to go to school. And it's making it easier, you know, more time freedom and management and you know, from the outside looking in, I can see, I can see where you were putting in those 17 hour days and you know, you were juggling all of this and you were still building your network marketing business. Let's not forget about that. She was working a real job. She was going to school and she was still kicking ass in her business. So we're like, Oh my gosh, she is killing it. So, you know, it's been really cool to watch. I'm glad you've made this transition. Now this is an earlier transition for you. It's not like you've been doing this. Um, so and I had someone reach out to me actually yesterday and said when is a good point for me to quit my real job and and pursue this or whatever so what was like that actual breaking point like was it a financial number like when I make x amount of dollars was it a time thing like what what was the fine final straw for you to say okay I'm done with my real
1: job um, the final straw for me was, um you know once i ranked up to a certain part which for me was two star um to where financially i would be okay um with quitting my full-time job because i do also you know have my fiance who works you know he makes pretty good money out what he does and everything so um you know just to basically be able to cover my bill my bills like my uh car payment you know stuff like that um was for me to hit that certain rank to where you know, I wouldn't be, um, you know, really struggling to still make payments on things that I have to.
0: Yeah, I think that's important because we t- discuss this a little bit on our episode, like kind of preparing for this, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, when I replace my full-time income, that's a good time to quit. And that seems kind of logical, you know, like, okay, yeah, when you replace your full-time income, but you have to consider at the point in which you replace your full-time income, You are now doubling that income. You know, your full time, and then you've now doubled it with your with your side gig, if you will. You're then cutting it back in half. And so, I love that you say. When I got to the point where I could 100% cover my bills, when I felt like I would, this would not be a struggle. That was when I I made that decision. So that's that's a very a good point, you know. And so you mentioned your fiance. Um, and, and you obviously have children and things of that nature. So what did that conversation look like, uh, in your relationship and in that world with him? Uh, because I think a lot of people don't know how to start that conversation. And and I, I think it's important to just for me to set that intention with the people in your life that, you know, at some point if, if this business grows, I'd like to be able to quit my job, but I guess, you know, from your perspective, what does the conversation look like when you are trying to prepare somebody in your life that, Hey, I'm going to quit this thing that is quote unquote stable and pursue this other thing. You know, what does that look like in your, in your relationship?
1: So for me, luckily, um, throughout the whole thing, he's been very supportive from, um, you know, because when I got into it, you know, with the product, um, you know, I didn't want to sell it, you know, I didn't want any part of doing that. Um, but then when I did start selling, he was like, Oh yeah, you know, that's great. And then plus the more money that I started to make, you know, and we were able to go on more family trips and just things like that. And then also, um, you know i wanted a trip to be able to go to mexico and he got to you know actually see really what it was all about and i think that's what really opened up um you know like the door for him to like be accepting of it um but like i said and also with my full-time job that i had you know it was in the medical field and with all the COVID stuff that was going on honestly my job was crazy And it was stressing me out. And then, plus having school and kids and everything else with it, you know, I was just literally like burnt out. So, when I got to that point and I said, Hey, you know, I think I'm gonna put in my two weeks to my job, he goes, Okay, you know, do it. He didn't ever really question anything. Plus, he knows that I wouldn't do anything to get myself in, you know, a bind or, you know, anything like that, anyways. But, like I said, for me, luckily the whole entire time he's just been like super supportive.
2: Yeah. I think that's super helpful. So I want to reiterate something you said, and we've talked about this on other podcasts because it's come up the importance of getting your spouse or significant other involved with the events with your company. You guys, I think that's usually kind of when they see the light, you know, they think we're a bunch of, Women out here that you know stay on our phone all day and talk to each other and blah blah blah. They don't really get it until you get them there or introduce them to the people mm-hmm. or get to experience that. So, how important would you say that is for for people that are even contemplating this? You know, what big difference did it make for him to get there and see and be like, oh, this is real, this is legitimate? Whether it's a trip or a convention or whatever it is, like, how important of a role do you think that is?
1: I think it's very important, um, you know, because it's a big part of your life, especially when you go full time with it. So I really feel like everybody should be on board, even my kids, you know, they know at certain points when I'm on my phone, you know, um, if I'm working or if I'm doing something important, I'll just tell them, you know, hey, give me a minute. And they understand and, you know, they just give me time to take care of whatever I'm doing and whatnot. And, you know, even my kids are supportive of it. You know, they think it's awesome, especially now that I get to stay home with them this summer. You know, we're able to go and do things versus them being stuck at home during the day while we're gone working. So I I honestly, I think it's super important to have really everybody on board and to understand what you're doing.
0: I love that you mentioned the kids too, because we've talked about that on other podcasts as well. And like you fall into that, that category of somebody that has kids old enough to have those conversations with. And I think that that open communication from spouse to kid to business owner, if you will, is so important. And then for those that have the younger kids who've talked about, like even starting to talk to them, when they're young about this is why we're able to do XYZ. This is why I'm no longer at that job that was killing me my soul and killing me slowly and was wearing me out and making it so I couldn't have this time with you, you know? Uh, So I think those those are really, really cool points as well.
3: I wanna say something, you know, like what I love about this is because so many times like in our profession, you know, you get somebody that jumps in and wants to do the business and like, we always go over basically a person's why. So when we first start out, we kind of try to establish like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, what, what is your reason? Because that's something you want to fall back on, you know, when things are, are tough because network marketing can be tough. It, you know, it's a lot, you, you have to lay this foundation. You have to just kind of get this business going. It, it's a lot, you know, in the beginning, but I guess my point is, is what i see happen a lot is a person's why ends up being their why not it ends up being that the reason why a lot of times is because their children and their family and they want to do better and then i've seen it so many times that their very reason why becomes the reason why not they're like well i can't do this because it's too hard with my kids i'm too busy I'm doing this. and i love like listening to you know like um a journey and a story like yours where you are a mom and you, you have like the, you know, the babies and stuff and, and you are working a full-time job, you know what I mean? So like I, cause that's another, another thing, you know, people are like, well, I want to get out of my job and I want to be able to stay home with my babies and things like that. But then again, like I said, they take the very, their very reason why, and it becomes the reason why not, why they can't do it. You know, like I, I don't have enough time because I'm working or, you know, I'm just too busy with my kids. And I love that you both of those things and you said no I'm actually going to do this because I actually want you know I, I want to do this and I'm not going to allow um my why to become my why not I I just I love it I think it speaks volumes to other women to other mommies to other working women for them to be able to see somebody in that position and see them come out successful and sticking to it you know
1: Well, like how you said a lot of people's excuses, I'm too busy. To me, um, that's not an excuse because, you know, how I said, you know, I was working full time, going to school full time, um, and, you know, I still have a family and things like that is if you want something bad enough, you are definitely going to make time for it to better yourself in the long run.
0: I I feel the exact same way, Holly, because I know when I started too, I got to quit about 11 months in. And, you know, again, with the support of my husband who had an income that could back us up. And then I, you know, that I knew would do anything to make sure that we would be successful. And then my drive to be successful are the only reasons I was able to quit when I did. And I felt the same way because prior to quitting, I drove in a vehicle all day long, like with my hands on a steering wheel. And, you know, it could be anywhere from 12, 14 hours a day that I was stuck behind the wheel of a car. And I didn't. And then when we moved from the house that we lived in, we didn't have internet here at our house, like Wi-Fi, for over a year. And we still found way despite all of these things like working against us to make it freaking work you know so I I'm exactly the same way I think if the drive it's either the drive is there the want is there or it's not
2: so let's talk a little bit about I know you're kind of new you haven't been doing this full-time at home gig very long and you're still you know, pursuing your nursing career, which I think is great. But let's like walk us through a day in the life of Holly. Are you super strict? Do you do the same thing every day? Is it kind of carefree? Just just walk us through an average day of what that looks like for you.
1: Honestly, um, I am, well, I haven't been, uh, you know, super strict on what I do every day. Um, you know, we had like a blitz group and um that had like daily um things that we would do which honestly it helped me because it gave me ideas on you know certain things to do every day and that was here recently so i've kind of been working on doing that kind of stuff more but um previously to that like i have a group and i'll go in there the night before and i schedule out all my posts for the day So then that way, if I am busy, you know, doing something with my kids for the day or, you know, anything like that, I'm still, you know, interacting with my customers um, in my group. I do, um, you know, pretty much keep my phone on me at all times and try to answer back to any customers, um, you know, in a timely manner. um, So then they're not, you know, sitting, having to wait around on me to get with them. But honestly, like I said, I haven't really been super strict. I kind of just you know, take it day by day. And, um, that's pretty much it. Well, what do you think
0: are, um, I guess let's talk about, it's, it's sort of fun being your own boss for a little while, but like, let's talk about how you think, like some of the principles, some of the things that you did, like while you were working your full-time jobs, that you think allowed you to get to this point, if that makes sense, you know? So like, what are some of those, I'm sure some of those bleed over into what you're already doing now that you do get to kind of be your own boss. But like, what do you think are some important things for those that are working a business and working a job full-time, part-time, whatever it may be, um, to be able to get to the point that, that they can quit
1: if that's what they want? Um, I would just say uh, to keep pushing You know, um, and you have to make time, even if it's five minutes to, um, you know, blitz or to get back to people or, you know, anything like that. Um, You just really have to, I guess, get it in where you can, because, you know, like I said, I was super busy with working, which luckily with my full time job that I had. Um, I did have access to my phone, you know, where I could message or, you know, post stuff or, you know, things like that. So it wasn't like, you know, I was throughout the day not being able to be on my phone at all. Um, But like I said, whether it's five, ten minutes of, you know, you reaching out to people or anything like that, you know, just do what you can and, you know, keep pushing for what you want.
2: What do you think? So again, and you guys have to remember, Holly hasn't been this, this has been, she's just transitioning into this now. Um, What would you say the hardest part has been so far? Because let's be honest, like, this is something again, we've talked about before, you know, when you work from home, there's home stuff going on, there's laundry that needs to be done, there's dirty dishes, when you're at work, that's, that's irrelevant. But when you're home, it's like, oh crap, there's a lot to be done. So what do you think has been your biggest struggle since working from home?
1: Um, my biggest struggle would be time management. Um, because like you were saying, how, uh, you know, there's laundry to do and things like that. And with having kids and pets and, you know, everything else, it's easy to get, you know, doing something with the kids and to Um, You know, forget checking my phone. There's been times I put it down and I don't check it for like three or four hours. And, you know, that's not always a good thing. Um, And like this past weekend was my birthday. And so really like Saturday and Sunday, I was not on my phone much at all. So, um, you know, that would be my, my biggest thing is time management to where, you know, I'm keeping up with messages and, you know, things like that.
2: Well, I just want to add to that. I think, yes, I think time management is something we all struggle with. Probably everyone that listens to this podcast and we can give every tip and we can try and it's still going to be a problem. I just think women just have a lot on our plate, men too, but just in general. But I want to say, give yourself some grace because I feel like as professional network marketers, we do think that we have to be glued to this freaking time when in actuality, it's okay that you took the weekend off. I don't want you to beat yourself up over that. That's why we're doing now so that we can have that freedom. And it's it's okay. It's okay to take that day off. It's okay to take the weekend off. Damn girl, you deserve it. You've worked really hard. But I think, and Allie talked about this, you know, when she first started working for herself, she's like, well, for the first two weeks, I said, watched Netflix and didn't do anything. So it's like, Yes, you deserve a little grace, but you also need some sort of, you know, accomplishments or goals for the day. So, give yourself some grace, take that time off, but also try to find some balance and some non-negotiables that you're going to do in your business every day.
3: I agree. I think having like, you know, like those non-negotiable times where okay, I'm going to work at this time and I think, you know, really in the beginning I really 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 had to focus like on more of a DMA until like certain things just became a habit because it is hard. I mean, I've never worked. I've always just been a mock. So this was just like adding to, I was adding to what I was doing, but I mean, I did notice. And like you said, it still happens. It still happens sometimes, you know, like I'll be like, okay. So when I first came to Florida, I could not stop going to the beach. <laughs> like I just couldn't. I think I spent like a whole week with me in the beach. And I'm like, oh my gosh, hold on, hold on. Like I was doing, you did like way, way too much of that, and my business was kind of over here. And then sometimes I get so into stuff, especially you know if you have a new product launch, if you have, if you have something really good, you can tend to you know just jump all in that, and then maybe this is not over here. You know, and I used to myself and I used to feel bad and I used to feel guilty. And, you know, to a point, you want to hold yourself accountable. But, you know, like you said, like, don't, don't, don't totally just like, you know, punish yourself. Don't just beat yourself up, you know, because it is a balance. And it, and sometimes it's hard to find that balance. And sometimes we kind of swing one way or another. And I kind of feel like that's just normal. I just kind of think that that just happens sometimes, you know, sometimes your children or or your life requires more of you in this area. And sometimes, you know, when you do have something really hot and fresh and exciting going on in your company, it's going to take like some real hard nosedive into what you're trying to do and the goal you're trying to push in your um, business. So I think, you know, I think everybody kind of, you know, goes back and forth because there's different things that, you know, like that require more of you in a certain area at a certain time. Um, you know, but, you know, definitely have those non-negotiables for your business and for your family, I think are important. So you can try to balance it as much as possible.
2: Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Like balance obviously is important, you know, not enough of this, not enough of that, some more of this some more of that. Um, and like I had mentioned, Ali kind of slapped herself in the face and was like, all right, I haven't gotten anything done. Um, I've got to like put something into play. And season <laughs> are constantly changing. When Alicia was talking about, you know, this and that, it's a season. So this season might be super- about product push and this next season, you know, I really have to focus on my marriage or my relationship with my kids or whatever that looks like. I think we do have that freedom. um, But definitely having some sort of accountability um, as far as work goes too. I would highly recommend that for people that are, especially just starting out, you know, just starting out you, I, I need accountability, whatever that looks like. Um, so let's talk about what what do you think your future is like, Holly? Like you are pursuing a nursing career. I totally get that, respect that shout out to you. But what do you think, you know, what is your future for network marketing? Like, do you ever think, you know, maybe you'll just do that or you just have your education up fall back on or you're gonna go completely into nursing or what is the future look like you think for your business?
1: Um, actually me and my fiance talked about this, uh, not too long ago. So, you know, I was already in nursing school before I decided to, um, go full time with this. And, you know, I was talking to him about all the possibilities of, um, you know, what could happen with it as long as I keep moving up and whatnot. And he asked me, he said, so if you have the possibility of doing that, he goes, why are you even in nursing school? And I was like, um, you know, well, I, I love nursing, you know, before, um, when I was working full time, I was a medical assistant and I was one for seven years. So it's something that I've always been interested in and, you know, like helping people and everything like that. So I honestly think that, you know, especially when I'm done with school, that I will work as a nurse and also do the network marketing as well and just have, you know, more than one income doing things both things that I like to
3: do. And I think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I, I don't think you ever have to. And I think sometimes, you know, I hear it sometimes and I actually think it's, it, it's not a phrase that I like and it's not a conversation that, that I enjoy reading or seeing people post online. You do not have to quit your freaking job to start a network marketing company. That is actually the silliest thing I've ever heard. If your heart's desire is to be a nurse and you love that and your heart says yes, why in the actual hell would you have to quit? Like, you know, what I mean? why would you have to quit that to do network marketing? It's just, it's just another avenue. And listen, there is, it's a very, very smart thing to have, you know, several streams of income. There's nothing wrong with having a network marketing business and and being a nurse. In fact, that's that's pretty legit. You know, like if your heart feels good, nurse, and then you're able to build a huge network marketing business on the side or whatever, you know, whatever depth of of you know building you want to do in your network marketing business there is nothing wrong with that it's actually it's freaking amazing you no know? and i mean it's a te- it's a great tax write-off too i mean we get write mm-hmm. off on a whole bunch of good stuff so i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i love that and i think you know i think that's another you're you're just amazing holly <laughs> I mean, I think that's really like another um kind of big thing you're touching, you know, as far as, you know, you can be a mom and still do this. You can work and still do this. Hell, you can go to nursing school. You can, you can be a nurse and still do this. Like you're kicking every odd and you're basically slapping people who like to use it as an excuse. And I personally love that. I think that's totally badass. I think you're amazing. Is there anything else we
0: didn't cover girls uh, as far as that we need to make sure we cover?
3: No, I think, well, let's talk.
2: I know one thing that we didn't cover. And that's it. Holly is a huge product of the product. Okay, you guys, I think I mean, in our company, we see her picture all the time. She's had great success. And am am I saying that if you're with a health and wellness company, you have to be a size zero? No. Am I saying if you're a makeup girl, you have to, you know, have your makeup on fleek every day, whatever. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I think a huge part, let's talk about that, Holly. Let's talk about what... Amount of your success would you contribute to having an amazing testimony and being a product of the products that you sell and represent?
1: So um when I actually how I even got into selling was when I started losing weight. Um, because the more that I lost, people were asking, you know, what are you doing? What are you taking? You know, that kind of stuff. And that's honestly what even led me into selling. Um, So, I would say that my results were a big part of it, Um, you know, because um, I would even post on my personal page, you know, a side-by-side progress picture and would have a lot of people messaging me wanting to go ahead and order the product. Um, Another thing for me is um, when I started nursing school, it was a big transition in my life, you know, because... I wasn't home basically all day. You know, I was getting up at um, five, leaving the house around six and wasn't getting home until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Um, So that was a big change for me because usually I was home, you know, the whole evening. Um, And so I wasn't taking my supplements the way that I was supposed to. I was also eating later at night. um, And with being so busy, wasn't really choosing things that were healthy. Um, so I actually started gaining some weight back, um, which now with, thankfully, our new product, I'm starting to lose again. But um, I've been honest with my customers. I've shared that part of my journey with them to also let them know that I'm human, you know, that things just because I sell the product that, you know, my life is perfect and, you know, I don't make mistakes or fall off the wagon or, you know, anything like that. So I feel like they can relate to me a lot better, um, knowing that you know I'm human too. I make mistakes. That kind of stuff happens. I
0: think that's a great way to to be build a business and lead a group of people because they're going to see that and say, she she's done it. She's been here. She understands. And then like that'll open lines of communication for conversations and for you know what I mean. You get to actually speak from experience. I think that's I think that's a great a great way to be
2: feel raw and honest. And yeah, you know, sometimes it's my fault. Sometimes I'm not being accountable. And I think, you know, your customers will appreciate that. And like I said, you've had great success and I, I can't help but think that you are, you know, for the most part, you're living that lifestyle. You know, guys, if you are promoting a product and you're not living the lifestyle, whatever that looks like, I'm sorry, that's going to have an impact on if you are successful or if you fail. Again, this isn't about how much you weigh or how good your makeup looks all the time. I'm talking generally speaking, you need to get behind a product and a company that you can stand behind and that you, you know your values are similar. And I think that's a lot of people struggle. Why they're not having success in this industry is because they're not properly aligned with where they should be and maybe not quite sure what direction they should go. So that's just a point I would throw out there to, you know, our listeners, if you're just really struggling, like maybe we don't want you to, we don't want to tell you like, leave your company. We're not saying that. I'm just saying reevaluate kind of, you know, where you're at in the process. And is it matching up to what you're promoting day to day? Because we can talk the talk all we want, but if we're not walking the walk ourselves, people see that, like people know, and they see that, especially with us promoting a health and wellness product. Like, yeah, that's, we have to be hold ourselves accountable and we have obviously an amazing line of other products that you could simply fall in love with, but find something with your company that you can get behind and that you're going to love. And that's definitely going to help your success out. So Holly, thank you for being on today. We love you. We love your story. We've been cheerleaders, secret, you know, closet cheerleaders, maybe a little bit for a while, um, kind of like, you know, willing you on it, it paid off. Obviously it worked for us because here you are working this business full time from home with your kids. We're excited for you. We're looking forward to your success and thank you for sharing your time with us.